hello there, Weege. How the hell are you? Hello there. I'm fine. How are you, Trixie? I am all right. We're low energy, so we're going to be talking more excitedly to try and <laughs> counteract <laughs> that. Woo! That's right. Act as if. That's right. So the first thing that we have to talk about in today's podcast is the massive gloating, the massive uh-huh. gloating and bragging rights that we accrued after the Travers Midsummer Derby. So uh, we break down a little bit what happened in that race, and then we'll just start um, just lathering the listeners with our gloating. All right. So in that race, we had some uh, usual suspects and we had essential quality. Um, <laughs> so, so there. But um, we had an outlier and that outlier just was just a straight up kind of unknown that everyone else had tossed. So I'm not even going to go there yet, but basically um, Midnight Bourbon, who really couldn't catch a break and still hasn't caught one, <laughs> was in the race. Although I have to say oh, Midnight Bourbon came close to spiting me. I told you if I said he was dead to me, he would try to spite me. And he really did make every effort to put his hoof in my face. Yeah, you know what? I I have to say that um, because of the incident with Hot Rod Charlie, I actually I actually felt like, hey, that horse showed some real speed there, you know, just kind of keeping up with that pack until the incident, and that kind of convinced me that, you know, maybe I should reconsider my stinky stance. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I was I had sort of changed my mind by that point but midnight bourbon showed speed it was impressive oh yeah yeah uh so essential quality was of course first and then midnight bourbon came in and then um, essential quality who will or who did earn the canoe he has earned earned the the canoe. canoe and he may end up being the horse of the year again this year after he was like the rookie of the year basically in his two year old year last year You know what's great, too, is he's so chill, he does not give any craps. (laughs) That was so great. It was so great when I I saw that Luis Sayas was saying that. Like, yeah, he was very chill. Because that's exactly what we noticed in his temperament, that he's like just this cooled-out assassin, does not care. And, yeah, that's just how he rolls. So then Luis Sayas was like, yeah, he seemed very calm. And then... He just killed it because that's what he does. Yeah, there's a picture. There's a picture on our Pinterest that we put up of him just being bathed, and he's got his tongue stuck out. <laughs> he just looks super goofy, and you know, and that just to me, just it's like he's just a champion who likes to be goofy and have a little fun. So, but uh, back to the race. All right, here's where the major gloating rights start to come in. So we have uh, keep me in mind. Uh, Dynamic One, Miles D, and King Fury. These are the other horses now, besides Midnight Bourbon and Essential Quality in the race. Right. So keep me in mind, stinks as always. <laughs> well, this time, <laughs> that, this time, keep that me in mind horse. didn't even come in the money, and normally keep me nowhere. Will at least show up to like you know collect a potato chip on his way out the door. <laughs> and this time. Not even, like, not even a consolation prize. He didn't even like steal the dinner mints by the front door. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, dynamic one, 
Wow, the stinking. <laughs> so much stinking. Oh, I almost forgot about Mask Parade. Mask Parade was in there too. But yeah, Dynamic One, I don't know. That's the horse where you go, why is this horse here? You know, and then, okay, so then there's Miles D. Now we said, and you can go back and listen, we said we think there's a reason why this horse is in here because he's not well known, he's an outlier. But racing secretaries are not stupid, and they put horses together that they believe should be together. So we felt that this was a formidable opponent, and that's saying a lot when you have essential quality in the race. Right. We liked the look of him, even though it was a little unclear why we liked the look of him, but we just thought, no, toss doesn't seem right. We just, I don't know. And everybody else... Everybody I listened to tossed them out, and I was like, "Okay, you're gonna eat your you shirt can, on you that can one." Check well, our show everyone notes. can eat. They can eat That's, our freaking shirts. Yeah, he didn't win, but he placed, and he was in the money. And eat your shirts, well, he, y'all, sh- he showed. He came in third. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, he showed. Yeah, he was in the money, and who would have expected that? Nobody. Yep. It really on paper it makes no sense, but that's why after a while you got to put the paper away. Right. <laughs> right. You know, you got to put it down and stop looking at the stats because they are not going to improve just because you're staring at them. Right. So we are, co- yeah, All so right. we're claiming gloating rights for Miles D. And also, not that it was too hard to pick out. I mean, the betting was totally weighted. Like 50% of the betting was toward essential quality. And can you blame mm-hmm. them? No. Um, no. So that was, uh, you know, it was a good win. Um yeah, well, congratulations, Brad Cox, essential quality, you know, et al. Et al, yes, all of the connections. So Mask Parade, not, not, you know, not great. But, you know, here's the turd of the week, oh. King Fury. <sighs> Disappointing again. Such an awesome name. Such a rat turd of a horse. Like, just not good. Not good. Just you know, and good, I mean that with love. this class. Like, this is just, just not. It doesn't belong. This is a grade two horse. This is a, not a claimer, but a grade, at least, a, you know, two, three. Not in this company doesn't belong. A couple of these horses really sort of, I think they are disappointing their way out of grade one, <laughs> personally. Uh, but, you know, and I hate to, I'm sorry, I hate to be a jerk. And I know that so much hard work goes in and so much money goes into getting these horses trained and, and ready. So I'm not just Right. And every one of these horses is, is wonderful. But if I'm putting my money, it's true. If I'm putting my money in here, then, you know, you got to come through with something or I am going to be irritated. Well, so, and the good news anyway, is these horses don't care what we say at all. No, they don't no, care. No, they're and they, they don't care. Actually nobody lot. cares. So <laughs> almost no one cares. So it's fantastic. Almost no one cares. So, so this yes. that that's the equivalent of a safe space. Right. So <laughs> nobody cares what nobody you cares say. what we say. Right on. So yeah, so we can call these horses rat turds if we need to, and it's all fine. Right. Fine. King Fury has such a cool name, but definitely I've never seen him do anything. No. Anything. No place, no nothing. He is, yeah. I don't even think he came in fourth. I don't think I've ever seen him come in fourth. I think I saw him come in fourth once, I think. But he's burned me, and I'm, <laughs> and it's not that everyone who burns me is dead to me. I mean, Midnight Bourbon, if I had said, if I had decided that even though Midnight Bourbon is the bad boyfriend that I want to be rid of, if I decided I wanted to back burner him, I would have done all right here because... He did make a race of it for sure. Right. But, uh, but yeah. But he's still, 
I think he needs great competition, but I still think that the great competition will win. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. I mean, that's painful. I hate to say that's it, painful. but he, I mean, but, but he does have the fight. I mean, I could see the fight. I could see the competitive spirit. He wanted to be out in front. You could see it. He just couldn't do it. Like, essential quality is just too good. <laughs> you know, that's like going up against Nick's go. Like, you know, smell you later. Right. No, it's true. <laughs> so that was the Travers, which was the high point of the Saratoga meet, basically, in terms of like a, mm-hmm. a kind of a prestige race. So now what they're doing is they're closing out the Saratoga season with the Jockey Club Gold race, the 103rd running. Um, All of this gets coordinated by the New York Racing Association, Naira. So the Jockey Club Gold used to be held at Belmont. So the Belmont spring season would peak with obviously the Belmont Stakes. And then the fall season would peak with the Jockey Club Gold. But it looked like, or at least the impression was, that the Jockey Club Gold was too close to the Breeders' Cup, which has been growing in prestige. And so they weren't getting the kind of competition for the Jockey Club Gold that they wanted. So what they did this year for the first year ever is they're having the Jockey Club Gold during the Saratoga meet, and it is going to happen on the 4th of September, uh, this Labor Day weekend. So that's kind of interesting. And then they took the Woodward Stakes, which I'm not so familiar with, which was at Saratoga. And now that's going to happen at Belmont. So there's a lot of like shifting and whatever. But the Jockey Club Gold is going to happen at Saratoga. Um, We'll talk more about that in a minute. We're closing out this big fat season at Saratoga, and we're going to say goodbye to the beautiful Saratoga Saratoga live streams uh, on YouTube and all that other stuff. They were great. Yeah, it was really, really nice to be able to see the racing uh, from Saratoga. You know what? I had a story about the Jockey Club Oaks. Should I tell it now or should I tell it later? Sure, yeah, go ahead. Okay, this was a story because I liked it because it had Man of War. Now, the, um, the trophy for um the travers is the manowar cup manowar the super famous uh, racehorse it says it used the jockey club gold cup was begun as the jockey club stakes and during one year it was run by manowar against only one horse damask owned by harry payne whitney and the reason there was only one horse is because no one was willing to race him. Mm-hmm. And Harry Payne Whitney entered his horse Damask uh, to be sporting, to keep Man of War from having to run alone. So basically he put his horse in there just to keep Man of War company, not because he thought he had a chance. Damask finished 15 lengths behind Man of War. <laughs> and Man of War was even being held back so not to be too humiliating to the other horse on the track. And even so, they say, he broke the American record for a mile and a half. Wow. That horse, that friggin' horse. Wow. So anyway, that so that's like, I, I just thought that was like such a cool story. Like, like nobody even wants to race that horse because we talked about how a 
dominant horse like essential quality can keep the fields down. And this is a perfect example of they couldn't even get a single horse to run against Man of War. Nobody wanted to bother. Nobody wanted to spend the money. You couldn't get anyone to bet against him. Right. I mean, that's a problem, too. If there's a horse that's so dominant that you can't generate anyone to bet against him at any odds, then there's no point in having the race. Um, Right. So, yeah. So I thought that was I thought that was really interesting. So anyway, this this uh, race has been going on over 100 years. So it's got a ton of history. And at one point, uh, actually, for about 50 years, it was two miles long. And I have never seen a two-mile-long thoroughbred race on the flats. I've never seen that before. No, I've never Um, seen that. And for at least 20 years, it was held at Aqueduct, not Belmont. So this thing has had a a real kind of interesting um, history. But anyway, we'll talk more about the probables and about the details of that race later on because – Weege brought something to my attention that made me laugh out loud, and we're <laughs> going to put it in the thumbnail so that you can laugh at it too. But Weege, if you would like to share with everybody this joyous, well, it's sort of joyous, sort of crazy, sort of, it's just a wild horse racing story. It is the beauty of horse racing that anything can happen. So grade one, forego stakes. It was on Traverse Day, a horse called Forenzi Fire. Um, was racing and um, it was in contention with a horse called Yaupan. Yaupan was winning and they just kind of kept pushing ahead of each other. And right at like the last eighth, Forenzi Fire nipped multiple, many times <laughs> while running at top speed, nipped on the, um, the, the bridle and muzzle of the other horse. It was, it did not appear that he was trying to hurt the jockey. He just kept yanking on the bridle of the other horse, but they're running at top speed and it looks crazy. It looks crazy. You see their buggy eyes and they're all mental. looking. <laughs> so if you get a chance, go out and look for the grade one forego stakes be, and look for, or just type in forensic fire. You're going to find it. Oh. Now, what makes this even more interesting is that in 2018, forensic fire had been, they call it savaging, had been savaged by another horse called what she told me, was it what she told me to do? Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Where she told me to go. Yeah. Where she told me to go. So he's had it done to him, and he went and did it to somebody else. But this looks so crazy what he was doing because they're just—they are battling at top speed. I mean, they are up in the front, going at it, and and Forensic Fire is just not having this horse win. He's just not having it. Now Yelpan definitely maintained his composure and won, but Forensic Fire was just like not having it. Like, get out of here. Well, <laughs> It was like the, the Mike Tyson ear bites. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was I like mean, going it's, crazy. It's like imagining two thoroughbreds running at top speed. So that's going to be like close to 35 miles an hour, something like that. And they're having like a three stooges fight as they're racing towards <laughs> the slap finish fight. line. They're, yeah, like me, 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 me. It was like so crazy. The, and it is. The thing is, it was so awesome. The, um, the jockey, and I forget who who was the jo- who was Friends of Fire's jockey. 
It was Ortiz. Uh, okay, it was Ortiz. It was it was Jose Ortiz, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yep. he he was just having to hold the horse back, and that nothing like that had ever happened to him before. Which is funny. You get these really seasoned jockeys, and they've ridden you mm-hmm. know thousands of races, and still something so crazy can happen because horses are individuals. They're wild animals in a way, and they're individuals, and you cannot. You cannot see predict they, what they're going to do. To me, it's like when they get all heated up and full of adrenaline, it's on. Anything goes. They cannot control themselves. <laughs> they just cannot. Uh, they are just crazy. Like they they can, you know, they can't think. So I don't know what size the bridle or what size the um the blinkers need to be for that horse to get itself oh. together and not interfere with other horses or to maintain focus, but that is one crazy horse. <laughs> that was super crazy. I am reading that the they could meet again, this is what it says at Blood Horse, at the Breeders' Cup Sprint, which is a G1 race at Del Mar, part of the Breeders' Cup weekend races on November 6th. So the Breeders' Cup Sprint, we could see these two horses in the race with each other again. And then, uh, I mean, who knows? And they know each other. I, they know each other. And it could get weird. I don't know. Things, you know, things get weird. It's like things get hey, weird. Hey, I see you over there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to put up the picture on the thumbnail. You should definitely go look at the race if you can, because it's nuts. And it's it, so funny. It's part of what makes it just so exciting. You know, neither of the horses were hurt. The jockeys were fine. Nope, yeah, the nobody race, was hurt. So that's the good. The race completed it's, and it's has crazy. an official result. Like it finished the right. race. Um, they were able to, you know, declare a winner and everything. So, and it was close. That's the thing. Like it just. It just went at that speed with all the crazy interference and everything. It just that's just kind of the way it finished out. It was crazy. Yeah, he but, was still close. Yeah, he could have won. He could have won if he had taken like just a half a second not to be biting the other horses like <laughs> like nose strap and instead yeah. just focusing on winning. He could have he totally could have won that race. Yeah, he's like, get out. <laughs> he's like, it's this is mine. We'll put yeah. a link in the show notes to that, to like a YouTube clip of that race. So if you happen to be listening to us here and you go into the show notes, you'll find a link to that video so that people can see the joy for themselves. You know, it'll be easy to find. So Right, right. That'll be good. Yeah. You got to see it for yourself. It's just too funny. So we're going to move on to the Jockey Club Gold. Um, Throwing in here very briefly, Hurricane Ida is still working its way through the country, and um, Fairground, third oldest racetrack in the country, which is New Orleans, um, is closed and out of commission um, for the foreseeable future. And obviously, we send our best to everything in New Orleans because we love it. And we love them. We do. And we love the horses. And so we'll see because obviously, there were races being scheduled at fairgrounds, you know, for the foreseeable mm-hmm. future. So what's going to happen to all those races? I yeah, don't it, know where they... As it looks like the the grandstands are ripped up, the tote boards ripped up. There was like a downed, uh, like a light pole over perpendicular, <laughs> like over the track. Yeah. 
So that would have to be hoisted out. It needs rebuilding. So right. it is unfortunate. Like, and even if but, they tried to do like yeah. an Arlington Miracle Million where they like put tents up in the parking lot, any sort of prominent races being run there are going to have to get relocated other places. And so right. the weirdness of the season just keeps going on and it just on keeps weirding. and on. It just yeah, it just keeps it just keeps weirding. So the Jockey Club Gold will uh, be a G one race, of course. It will be a million dollars. It will be for uh, three rolls and up. Uh, as I was looking at the field, we've got definitely some older horses, which will be interesting. It's one and one quarter miles on the dirt. If people have not seen our tour. We still have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, it looks like six weeks of racing um, that we've picked out before we get into the Breeders' Cup. So if you want to follow along and bet along with us on the summer tour, uh, definitely go to our website, 33xpl.com, scroll down the page and click the button where it says you can join us weekly and see our tour. Just click that button. You'll get a PDF or you'll see a PDF of the tour and the races that we're doing through the rest of our you know, season, so to speak, going into the Breeders' Cup. And I will also mention, this will be our only podcast this week because we are working like little Santa's elves on Mm -hmm. some new stuff in the background. And so it was just, there's only so much time in a day. It's true. It's true. But we are working like little elves. Because the Jockey Club Gold is running this weekend, and we are recording this on Tuesday, we do not have the final, you know, field. We have a bunch of possibles, probables. So that's what we can discuss at this moment, and we'll just have to make our picks when we get closer to the, you know, closer to the day. Right, right. But what do you see so far? You know, well, first of all, it says three-year-olds and up, but there are no three-year-olds in here. They're all (laughs) between four and six. Yeah. So there's that. I actually, this is one of those moments where I'm like, I don't have a good reason. It's not like I haven't done some research, but I like fours of the Me too. Oh my gosh, me too. yeah, I don't know why. That's my horse I too. Do. I or I mean, I, I looked at the other ones and I can see some possibilities, but I liked the look of Forza de Oro. That was me. That yeah. was how I felt as well. So see, yeah, I don't know why, but because it's like you know, it's not well ranked, doesn't have an extreme winning history. I think, um, although it's been winning, you know, maybe recently. Max Max Player might be another one. You know, but yeah, Forza de Oro, to me, I'm like, that's going to be like, if it runs, <laughs> if, you know, if it doesn't scratch, if it doesn't like not even get to the race in the first place, you know, I, I think, I don't know, I have a feeling about it and I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, I, I liked it too. And, you know, how can I explain that? I can't, but I also liked that horse. I thought, yeah, that's a possibility. And I was kind of looking... I don't know how I feel about by my standards. I really don't know what Forewarned is doing in there. Um, Forewarned looks like 
Happy Saver is, you know, has a good history. Max Player has a good history. Some of those, like, they've all raced against each other, so there's some history there, but I, yeah, I just like Forza Oro. That's, that's probably Why? my favorite. I do not know. Um, yeah. As other ones, I didn't mind Chess Chief, oddly enough. Right. I really didn't mind Chess Chief. Um, I did look at Max Player, and I thought, well, maybe... Maybe. Maybe. You know, I don't yeah, know. I think, Although I felt like... I think that would be my number two. Yeah. I mean, you know, looking good in the suburban handicap, but but before that had like a sort of a big old dry spell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, you know, but yeah. So there's a possibility there, but that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. And they're all older horses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're good horses. They're grade one, but they are older so, you know, but older really is grown. Yeah. Right. Older <laughs> means like, old horse yeah. is not out to pasture. They're no. actually just grown up. Right. No, they're, so they're really hitting They're their actually prime. in their prime. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Um, but yeah, it is, I mean, it is kind of funny because you get used to all the three-year-olds and then you look and you're like, oh, you're four? Oh, yeah, well. I know it's true, though. Like, I have that kind of bias. But, you know, and I'm sort of amazed when I think about it. I'm like, I'm amazed more crazy stuff doesn't happen with the three-year-olds now that I'm thinking about it. Because they don't know what the heck they're doing. But Night Ops doesn't look bad. Night Ops looks like a I love to come in second kind of horse. Because he has, like, <laughs> four. I'm number two. Like, yeah, during 2021, he's got, like, all place finishes. So I'm thinking, okay, that might be a, a way to fill out a bit if I'm if I'm trying to do something more exotic. But that is all that we know about the Jockey Club Gold because that's all that anybody can yeah, know that's about all there is. the Jockey Club Gold right now. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but meanwhile, you know, as I say, we are we are hard at work. We're we're toiling in the hit factory, making greatness for you, dear dear listeners. And if you have not checked out Weege's video on free online resources, do that. It is, um, I'll make sure there's a link to it uh, in the description box and the show notes. And I will also make sure there's a link to our What is a Thoroughbred video. But she does a tour of a bunch of online sites where you can get free um, research basically on horses and races so that if you're getting involved in the sport, you don't have to pay a ton of money on a subscription to something. Yeah. There's just a couple different places where you can go and just do some research and, you know, we've been using these resources for free because we didn't know anything and we're just passing it along to you so that you don't have to spend the money and we're sharing them for free. There's no catch. There's no nothing. It's just for you. But Weege did pick the Superfecta for that for the Travers, so she was all over it. Uh, go check us out on Instagram uh, or Pinterest. There's like silly, funny, foolish stuff over there which you might enjoy. Um, and until next time, uh, that's it from me. Happy racing, y'all! Happy racing, y'all! <laughs>